motivators. What a friggin' beautiful day. It is May 11, 2018. And let me tell you, it's a beautiful day. Don't let it get away. What's up? The dog should be in now. Let's, uh, I let him out. Yep. They did go out. Love you. Okay. It's a beautiful day. Don't let it get away. Dogs have been out. Treats have been given. Let me tell you something right now, my friends. We're going to go on a rock run. That's what we did yesterday. Tuesday morning. DDIP. ZDT. Zero Dark 30. On a rock run. We're going on a rock run. You know it will be so much fun. Going on a rock run, working till the work is done. We're going on a rock run. We're gonna lift some rocks. It will be really cool. Yeah, friggin' rock runs, man. And going on a rock run, rock, 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 steady. Running with the rocks, you're always at the ready. Going on a rock run. Rock runs are lots of fun Going on a rock run And we don't run alone Hoisting big fat stones Friggin' rock runs, totally motivating my friends Did that Tuesday morning uh, Yesterday, 5 to 6 a.m. With the DDIP crew About 30 motivators running out there What is a rock run? You might ask, what is this ridiculousness? Let me tell you what it is you go out to your little landscape pile where you have your little accented rocks around around flower beds and shit like that. You'll find river rock. I'm talking three, four, five, six inches in diameter. And these rocks will range from five pounds to 15 pounds, maybe. You're going to pick one of those suckers up. You're going to inspect the area for two rocks of equal size. You're going to grab these friggin' rocks, dust off any mulch, make sure that when you remove the rocks, any critters that are underneath do not come out to get you or startle you. Some people are squeam. Talking about friggin' uh, wasps' nests and shit like that, all right? Little mice scurrying across the landscape. They're just trying, this is their home. So just be careful, be mindful when you go to lift up rocks to hoist um, for your rock run that you're good to stick and go. And there's no critters. So brush off that mulch, and then you're going to friggin' take off. These are going to be about palm-sized structures. So they're a great little exercise implement for you to lift safely. And friggin', you'll be hard, like a rock. Like a rock. I was strong as I could be. Like a rock. No one ever fucked with me. Like a rock. Mm-hmm. La 
crack a rock when you're on a rock run. So he's lots of fun. So you can do various exercises with these rocks. Knock out some friggin' bicep curls is the old standard. All right, so you get a shoulder width stance. You're going to knock out some bicep curls. You can do hammer curls where the thumb is up, or you can do standard curls while the palm is up. I like to do them alternating. So I stand with my arms at my sides with my rocks in a freaking masoner, masonry individual's grip, a quarry man or woman's grip. So I'm not going to drop them. And so I'm working on my grip strength too. I know some of you guys used to be bull milkers, so you got that area squared away. Standing with the rocks at your sides, you're going to bend the elbow, very simply put. You're going to be working the beach muscle or biceps brachii. All right. And this is very eye-catching, this breaky eye. Get it? Good. So, palm up. So, I'll bend my right elbow. I'll squeeze and ease. And then I'll lift the left. And that's one. So, it's up, down, down, one. Up, down, left. That's one. Up, down, two. That's two. Up, down, down. That's two. Up, down, down. That's three. Up, down, down. That's three. And you do that to maybe a set of 10, 15, 20. Uh, if you're doing 20, you probably need to grab a heavier rock, right? Because that's too much. What we want to do is do more work in less time. And we want to make things interesting. Hence why we're lifting pieces of our landscape up and training with them. You know, lots of folks are out there. They're content to go get a gym membership and stay inside the box, inside four walls. All right. To me, especially on a beautiful day like today, you need to be out and about. You need to use aspects of your environment. You go to a local park. You got these rocks. I shit you not. Yesterday I was at a flag football practice with my son. And there was this beautiful little area cordoned off that nobody was in. There was a like a slate series of benches. Slate benches. So I used them for step-ups. Now I got some push-ups. And looked over yonder in the middle of a stretch. And there was this river rock. I grabbed it and lifted it, and everybody looked at me like I was a friggin' nutcase. But let me tell you, we're laughing last. You understand that? When we're going on a rock run. What other types of exercises, real quickly, can you do with a rock run? You can bend forward, bend your knees slightly, and do a uh, bent row. Stick your butt cheeks out, flatten your back parallel to the ground, and pinch your shoulder blades up. And what this exercise does is it works your rhomboids and your trapezius, and it's very useful to be able to squeezeus your trapezius, yes, yes? Also, your lats are notorious back, ex back muscles that uh, impart a V-like shape when we do enough pull-ups or rows or anything like that. So this is a very good exercise. Also a very good exercise posturally because there's a lot of us who spend so much time sitting and interacting with technology and such that we get rounded shoulders and we get that curve, that hump in the mid-back our head goes forward, and that's not good. So a bent row is the ticket. You can also do a one-arm row, which is one of my favorites, where you just basically come to a bench and kneel on that bench, put your hand up on the on the bench, and then hang your the arm that you're working over the side and hoist it like that. All right. Other exercises: the shoulder press. Stand forward. Palms up with the rocks in your hands. Press up, down, down one. Up, down, down two. Up, down, down three. And my favorite is going to be the crucifix. This is where you stand 
with a soft knee, maybe 10 degree bend in your knees, a tensed core, and you're going to take your arms out to the side with the rocks in them, in your, in your grasp, and then you're just going to hang out there. Maybe a 60 second, 100 second crucifix. So just one, two, three. It's going to work your deltoids or your shoulder muscles. You want your shoulder muscles to pop this time of year in particular, where it's going to give that nice round shape to the shoulder, gives you a broader shoulder, gives you a lot of strength, mechanical advantage, and it's going to strengthen you, harden you against any sort of um, the slings and arrows of life. So you won't be the one with a rotator cuff tear or you know some sort of shoulder or neck injuries if you do this safely. Now, conversely, if you have had shoulder injuries, you need to be very careful with this exercise. Just start out with lighter weights or even no weights and just stand with your arms out to the side. True story, my massage therapist, Barbara Hans Surrey, she can stand with her arms out laterally like that, uncompromising for 15 minutes. In fact, she could have gone longer. I would have had to stop her. She was like in a meditative state doing this. And um, this was many years ago, but I still have faith that she could beat any of you slack asses. So that's what a rock run is. Now, the run component, let's talk about that. Because you can, you're not hauling ass with these rocks. And you're not just running with normal arm swing, clutching the rocks. You're going to take the rocks, and this is an ingenious method I invented, I think. Um, you're going to put them in the crease of your hip. So you're going to bring them close to your center of gravity or on your center of gravity at the pelvis. You're going to stick them right at the top of your quadricep in the crease of your hip. And then you're going to shuffle a little bit, pressing the weights into that area. All right? So you make movement, go to, you know, grab the rocks, haul ass, put them in the crease of your hip, and get to station A, you knock out bicep curls. 15. Haul ass to friggin' station number, the, the second station, whatever, and you knock out an exercise called the thruster. The third station, bent row. The fourth station, you're on your back doing chest presses. Incidentally, whenever you reach above your head with those rocks, like lying on the ground doing chest presses or um, fucking skull crushers. You got to be very careful. This does not have a, a nice ergonomic handle, right? You could, these rocks could easily lose, uh, especially if you're struggling towards the uh, top of your repetitions. You max out. Maybe you drop the rock and it lands on your eye socket or something. It would not feel good. Then there's also the matter of some debris or pieces of rock that can fall off and land in your eye. So we gotta always protect our eyes. As a general rule, you're gonna be squinted or you're going to have your eyes closed when you're doing some of these exercises where you're on your back with a quarry woman's grip, all right? Uncompromising, we're, not, we're messing around with mother nature here and she will freaking kick your ass, right? <clears throat> Rock run, done. I encourage you to do it. If somebody's freaking laughing at you, or like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Are you? Yeah, I'm lifting a piece of, yeah, what about it? I friggin' had a two tons of river rock, six inch diameter delivered to my house that I'm gonna friggin' position around my yard and also go lift it if I want to get some PT in. And if vandals or aggressors were to present themselves to my home, they would get pummeled with rocks, stoned to death, right? 
they also look very nice. We're going to segue from the rock run, which I wanted to inform you extensively about, and now we're going to move on to this quote. Awesome this time of year, a little accompanying story, all right? So, here's the quote. You're looking at a dandelion that has bloomed and then turned into those little wishes. And look, some see weeds where others see wishes. So if you look at a dandelion and you see something that you need to sprinkle pesticides, douse with friggin' pesticides, then you got another thing coming, man. You're like out of your mind. You're affected by this modern world of ours where we have to have everything flawless, uh, you know, friggin' perfectly manicured lawn, green of a, you know, very closely cropped and without anything wild growing there. I say fuck that, okay? The other day, I kid you not, I come home after class teaching my GMC Griffins some anatomy and physiology. I pull up to the yard, to the house. I look at my neighbor's lawn. And my neighbor, he had countless yellow, brilliant dandelions flowers blooming and the contrast between his lawn and mine where I have we have this um, landscaper guy who comes in and sprinkles some sort of death on the on our lawn it was ridiculous I'm saying I'd rather have what would I pondered what would I rather have flowers sprinkled across my lawn or this perfectly green again, stale, vanilla, bullshit lawn where you create this problem, essentially, that you have to keep flawless and keep up with the Joneses and the lines on the lawn and hours out of your life, you know. I actually don't mind mowing the lawn, particularly on a beautiful day. It's nice to get out there, get some exercise in. But uh, I rebel against this notion that we all have to look the same and like where did the lawn come from when did we start planting grass and making this carpet perfect green carpet that we have to water and install sprinklers and all that shit which I haven't done but um we've had so much rain that that hasn't been a problem but you know what I'm saying where do we create this work for us like just for aesthetics that we needed to be like everyone else and, oh, look, that lawn is overgrown. You need to cut that lawn. You know what I did in my backyard? I took my vegetable garden that I always screw up and then neglect. I just try to jam everything into a, I don't know, 50-square-foot plot. What I did was I said, to hell with the vegetables this year. I'm going to put a couple tomato plants and pepper plants in pots. And then I, threw, I sprinkled a bunch of wildflowers my wife thinks they're weeds, okay? Little does she know that as they grow so tall, there's a little bud on each of them. And I, on a day like today, or certainly this week, the beauty of this week is going to coax these wildflowers to bloom. I got a freaking bed of wildflowers out there. And when this sucker grows, it grows from May all the way to October, they just keep on growing and sprouting seeds and tossing the seeds beneath them and more wildflowers grow. Different colors, different shapes. And I sit back there and play my little ukulele, right? 
That's cool. A lawn is bullshit. And it's just another little facet of America where we have devolved. We have put another task, saddled ourselves with yet another task that we need to manage in our lives. And time is the most precious commodity these days. we got to friggin' douse this lawn with chemicals and make sure it's green and make sure it's watered and make sure it's mowed. And it is bullshit. Nature is all around us, my friends. We can only tame her to a degree. It's better that she's given some flexibility to go rogue. When you're out and about today, rather than seeing weeds, see wishes. Look at those little dandelion plumes. Pick one up and blow the friggin' seeds off of it. That's what they are, seeds, you know, and they blow on the breeze and they go wherever. They're flexible. Ah, whatever. A nice stiff wind will come by and take me, you know, where do you want to go? Oh, I don't know. I'd like to be planted over there. Ah, whatever. Toss me to the wind, the little seed that I am, and I'll go over there and uh, there's some nice fertile land wherever the wind blows and if I grow, I grow and if I don't, then I don't I know you guys, hopefully you guys will friggin find a nice spot and grow some more dandelions and if you see, dandelions they have no trouble even with all the slings and arrows and chemicals that we uh, sprinkle them with shower them with every time a kid picks one out of the ground or somebody pulls out the dandelion as if it's a weed, a million grow. They'll find a way. They're flexible. They're Semper Gumby, always flexible. Yes, yes? So be like a dandelion and see like a dandelion. Imagine yourself floating on the wind. Give yourself the freedom to move, to blow around, and to plant your roots wherever you can find fertile ground. That's the friggin' name of the game. And see the beauty out here, man. Look at friggin' flowers in bloom. See all that is good in the world. The whole uh, idea, the, the analogy with that, the metaphor of seeing, weed, seeing wishes, not weeds, is that we need to look on the bright side of life, my friend. And it's 62 degrees out at 8 a.m. on a Wednesday, hump day. Oh, it's hump day. Good to do. Well, hump day. That's another thing. See wish, not a weed. This ain't hump day. This is another opportunity to get out there and kick ass and friggin' take names and be kind to people and receive goodness in return, right? And find some laughter in life. Chuckle. (laughs) Chuckle a little bit. Make a friend. Be a friend. Make people feel good. That's the business that I'm in, damn it. See friggin' wishes, not weeds, you anuses. Have a great day. I'm gonna talk to you. Maybe I'll come up with a podcast tomorrow. Making Motivation with Dr. Drill. Huh!